Hello, America, and all the ships at sea. Uh, it's me. My name is Rich Wright, El Chuqueño. We're here with the second edition of Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. The crowd is wild here today. If you all are in the neighborhood, we're over here in uh, Barrio Heights. You all stop by. It's uh, clothing optional Wednesday here at Big D's Party Palace. And uh, we're just uh, waiting for some chicks to show up. Nothing but a bunch of guys here right now. It's kind of embarrassing, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you all stop by. Don't bring your clothes. Hey, uh, Fernie. Fernie G's here. Did I not mention Fernie G's here? Got it. And Ben, Thank you. Ben Ami. Thank you. Ben Ami. He's, uh, we're all here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, today's program is brought to you by uh, Black Coffee and Twinkies, which reminds me, I have a little update on the story I told you last week. You remember I was talking about Tom? Yes. Well, his real name's Bob. Bob didn't want me to use his real name, but, you know. Really? Now Tom got mad at me, you know, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. Which Tom? Yeah, Tom. And, uh, remember I was telling y'all last week how, uh, Bob or Tom would, uh, drink a quart of Jack Daniels every day. Then yeah. he'd, uh, Snort some cocaine, you know, smoke some pot. He was smoking a pack or two of cigarettes a day, you know, and I was I was really amazed, you know. Yeah, that's impressive. This old man could be doing all that for all those years. So I went and I saw him uh this week. I said, uh Bob, you know, just just how old are you actually? He said, I'm thirty seven. Really? Oh, he looks like an old man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he should. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, you know, but yeah. thought he was older than me, but I guess nobody's older than me. No. So, uh, what do you want to talk about today, Fernie? What do you got? Well, let's talk about the weather. Finally got a How cold. about the weather? How about the weather? You know, this year, the monsoons came. They didn't come till October. They usually come in August, right? Yep, yep. Now they came in October. And then last week, it was like typical October weather. Mm -hmm. You know, 50, 65, something like that. Beautiful days, you know. Yep. And now it's finally December weather. And finally, we, we got the winter. Yeah, the real one. Yeah, well, you know, such as it is around here. Yeah. But isn't it, isn't it funny how, like, the uh, seasons are stretching out. They're moving more. Well, like, you know, October weather in December. Yeah. Monsoons in October. Yeah. And uh, I bet we don't get, but like, two weeks of winter, you know? Yeah. Then it's going to be spring. It was already windy yesterday. Did you see how quick it got windy yesterday? Oh, yeah. Quite windy. And it was beautiful in the morning, and then all of a sudden... Yeah. Real wind. I wonder how it'll be in 10 years. I wonder how it'll... I reckon we'll all be growing olive trees in our backyard. 
It's never going to freeze. No. You know? It'll be cold in April or May. Right. You know, and hot in December. For 15 minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's only getting hotter. Global warming. Yeah. You believe in global warming? I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, obviously, but do you believe it's man-made? I believe it could be. But, uh, I mean, if you brush up a little bit on geology, this stuff kind of comes and goes. I mean, that's, there's an argument for that. That's what they say, but... Uh, uh, but it's got to be taking its toll, all these fossil fuel emissions. Chevron thinks it's man-made, you know? Of course. They, they said that 20, 30 years ago. We got a problem. Yeah. But, but you we're, know... We're, we're the cleanest polluter. What they... Yeah, right. <laughs> no, the cleanest one is uh, BP... British Petroleum. Yeah. They were the first one to have a, a solar-powered gas station. Really? Can you believe it? Wow. They made a big deal out of that. Yeah. Solar panels on their roof. Yeah. Well. Gas pumps in the front yard. So. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we ought to lay off a little bit with the rim shots, you know? <laughs> Too much of a good thing. It's your fault, Rich. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. You, uh... Done your Christmas shopping? I have. You have? Not much to do, but yeah. What's Truly getting? Truly's getting a sweater, and uh, <laughs> you get a sweater and another dog dish and one of those little stands to hold the food up so she doesn't have to look down. Oh. Well, uh, you know, look down while she's eating and swallow up. Oh, yeah. I you ever seen see. those? <laughs> I have some makeshift ones right now. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah. No kidding. They're these little stands. Truly. Uh, Truly is Fernie G's dog, okay? I know you're thinking maybe it was his daughter, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fer, Truly is uh, Fernie G's dog named after his uh, favorite beverage. That's right. Truly. Yes. The berry flavor. And we thought of the name before we even got her. We you did? We planned her and her name and everything. You said when we got a dog, we're going to name it Truly? Well, that's right, and it's got to be a female. <laughs> and so it went. Can a can a boy be named Truly? No. No. I mean, it could. Well, Truly was a, uh, like a character name from a kids' show, right? Was it? I think so. Truly, uh, I think it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Maybe a boy dog could be named what White Claw? Is that the other one? <laughs> <laughs> White Claw. White Claw and Truly. That would be a tough dog. Right. White Claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right on. So, uh, the DA quit. Yeah. Her uh, resignation is effective at 5 o'clock today. I wonder what she's doing right now. I wonder. Huh? Probably. You think so? Self-medicating. <laughs> <laughs> You think she's in there at the office drinking? As she you, probably didn't even go in, right? Or did she? I don't know. She, I bet. I bet I know what she's doing. I bet she's shredding papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, destroy the evidence. Right. I mean, had that big fire downtown yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, I believe day before. Yeah. What, big fire. What was that? It was a shoe store. I mean, you know. On, oh, on this side? Yeah. Wow. Right. On El Paso Street. There was, must have been a huge fire or there was a lot of 
uh, I don't want to say combustibles, not oil stuff, uh, papers and shoe polish, shoe polish, a lot of shoe polish. No, I was, I was literally coming over, uh, from the Northeast on Alabama street and uh -huh. I could see the smoke uh -huh. and, uh, then thank goodness it got windy. Yeah, it, it was away. Monday. Monday, I had a I tour. I was taking uh, Michael and Elena over to Downtown Warriors. Yeah. It was their 22nd anniversary. Oh, They've nice. been together 22nd years. And it was also uh, Dia de Nuestra Señora, yeah. or the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the yeah. patron saint of Mexico. So, uh, yeah, which was their anniversary. Yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah. The fire wasn't... No, but I was walking down the street and big brown smoke. Wow. But it was an old building, you know. It was one yeah. of the oldest buildings in El Paso. Yeah, Alpha Fire. And it was right next to door to that uh, now defunct Holland department store where they used to sell clothes there. Oh. Uh -huh. The Holland. Wow. And it, the Holland had a couple of windows broke. From the heat? Well, I think from the firemen. Mm. You know those firemen. Yeah. They're vandals crazy kids yeah those crazy kids <laughs> yeah yeah and uh i haven't done any christmas shopping yet well i'm done you are huh yeah. <laughs> well I, I i still i still don't know what to get truly you know i was gonna get her a uh elevated dog dish <laughs> i'll beat you to it <laughs> or you can have two no i I might get it for, get them for my kids, you know, yeah, so they don't have to... At the table. <laughs> <laughs> Look down and swallow up. Yeah, they can just... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I will leave that alone. Yeah. Well, let's take a, a moment's rest here, a respite here. I'd like to remind you all that our sponsors today are uh, Twinkies and Black Coffee. And later on, a little later on in the show, I'm going to announce our new sponsor. Um, if y'all are in the neighborhood, if y'all are in Barrio Heights, stop on by Big Big, Big uh, D's Party Palace. What's the name of this place again? Big D's Party, Party Palace. Palace. Yeah, stop by and uh, come on in. And uh, remember, it's clothing optional Wednesday here. 10-4. We really need some girls in here, man. It's, yeah. It's only for girls, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like a locker room in here right now. It's kind of gross. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Thank you. Okay, we're back. <laughs> like the great crowd here today, huh? Excellent. <laughs> Very lively. <laughs> they are, man, they are wild. Um... Did you watch the World Cup today? There was a World Cup game today. I did not. I missed it. Uh, who played? France, the defending champion. Yeah. Who have this star player who's going to be the next Messi or whatever, Mbappe. Yeah. He, uh, they played against Morocco, okay. which is the first African Middle Eastern team to make it to the semifinals in the World Cup. Ever. Ever. Wow. Ever. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Well, they yeah. got they lost. So bad for them. Uh, but it was uh, on Mbappe. He would get the ball. He would go into the box. Sixteen players yeah. from the other team would get around him, which is really weird because there's only eleven players on the team, you know. <laughs> and uh, 
you know, he'd uh, dish or get deflected or something, and you know, wow, somebody else would score. But strategy. He was a he was a player magnet there. You know? Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, Sunday, it's going to be Argentina. Yeah. With the goat, Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. versus France with Mbappe. And Lionel Messi and Mbappé are teammates on PSG Paris Saint Germain. So, so, yeah, should be good. Should be a good game. Yeah. The uh, third place game is on Saturday, you know. And I mean, you got to wonder about that third place game. I mean, you know, it's like nobody wants to play in the third place game, you know. No. But it's going to be uh, Morocco and Croatia. Hmm. So, we'll see. Vamos a ver. Veremos. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, they were just out. Well, and then Friday's the champ. I mean, Saturday, Sunday's the championship game. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. Okay, so the latest news story, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this, but uh, there's a thousand people a day coming into El Paso mm-hmm. looking for asylum. They are uh, lined up on the U.S. bank of the Rio Grande, that concrete channel right there by the uh, Paso del Norte, Santa Fe yeah. Street, El Paso Street Bridge. They're lined up there waiting to get into the country. I mean, it's it's the exact opposite of a clamoring mob, uh, the huddled masses. Yeah. They're lined up, they're polite, you know. Yeah. Those uh, wagon hut buses, picking them up and taking them someplace yeah. else and they're being processed and then they're being released in El Paso but uh, I don't know where they're being released they're not at the downtown bus station they're not downtown at all you don't see them I don't know all the shelters are full there was a I think they're probably dropping them off in front of D Margo's house yeah over there you know, on they're, the west side so. camping out yeah <laughs> no I don't know I don't know where they are but uh, well, a whole bunch of them got displaced from a parking garage last night by the police. I did not hear that. Which where was that parking garage? Uh, Union Plaza, downtown, huh? Yeah. Wow. And they were because they were told they were breaking a city ordinance, so wouldn't want to break the law, you know. Which city ordinance would that be? <laughs> no sleeping in the parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a rule. Yeah. If you look at. Uh, the city charter. Loitering is a very specific offense. It um, means you can't hang out trying to sell drugs or uh, prostituting yourself. But just hanging out, hanging out is okay. It's it's unless you're uh, doing one of those other things. Yeah, but if they do it undercover, it's... Okay until you get caught? <laughs> I think everything's okay until, until you, you get, get caught. caught. Yeah, yeah, That's right. You know what I always say? I say, it's your birthday, and you can do what you want till the cops come. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But it's still Ben Ami, Ben Ami, laid off the rim shot there. Yeah. So. <laughs> He'll do it twice next time. Yeah. But it's still not an emergency down here. 
Everybody seems to be very chill about it, you know. I don't know what the deal is. But here's something I heard which is really scary for me as somebody who does tours to Juarez. Uh, there's talk that they're going to stop the, what they call monitoring at the Santa Fe Street Bridge. Monitoring is, I don't know, you've been over there lately? No, I have not. What is monitoring? They have, uh, for the last, I don't know, three years, maybe, maybe. They've had, uh, maybe four years, they've had customs agents at the top of the bridge mm -hmm. to uh, keep people who are seeking asylum out of the country. You know, they say, oh, no, sorry, we're full. You know, I mean, I guess they've never been to Nebraska. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of room in Nebraska. Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, but they've been turning them back. But can you imagine if they stop that monitoring on the bridge and they let they increase the pedestrian traffic over the bridge by a thousand people a day? God, I mean that means nobody's only those thousand people who are desperately seeking to enter the United States are going to be there. You know, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a four, six hour wait at the pedestrian bridge. Yeah. yeah. That means anybody can get in then. Just say right. you're seeking asylum. Right. Well, I mean, really, asylums, you know, it's legal, you know. Yeah. They say, uh, people say, oh, yeah, when my grandfather came over a hundred years ago, he did it the legal way. Well, a hundred years ago, you just had to show up, you know? <laughs> there was no there was no illegal way, you know? Yep, the government found ways to make money. Mm -hmm. And you uh, hear those origin stories of people who say, Oh, yeah, my grandfather came over here. He did not have anything but the clothes on his back, and he put his 16 kids through college, you know, and, you know. Sure, he drank and beat his beat my grandmother a lot, you know, but, you know, yeah. Okay, but you hear that. But let me tell you, when those uh, new arrivals come over, those asylum seekers, Border Patrol takes away everything they have. They are reduced to the clothes on their back. Wow. There are, if you're coming back over the bridge, uh... They have those big roll-away dumpsters, you know, as big as a uh, semi-trailer. Yeah. Full of backpacks and blankets and stuff like that right there, right there under the bridge. I wonder, where does that stuff go? Do they give it to the rescue missions, you know? I don't know. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. That's an idea. But I'll tell you who doesn't get it is the people that brought it up from Venezuela or Nicaragua or wherever, you know? I yeah. mean, what a ripoff. What a ripoff, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, a lot of those Border Patrol agents are going to get coal in their stockings for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Those poor people. Well, poor people, bro. You know. I mean, you don't pick up and walk to El Paso because everything's groovy where you're living, you know? Yeah. 
no, I just want to go to El Paso, see what it's like. Yeah. No, it's like, this is a hellhole. Let's get the hell out of here, you know? No, it's a tragic thing. It's a, it is. It's a real deal. But their weather's good down there. It's tropical year-round. Well, but that's it's neither. tropical year-round, except... Deadly? Yeah. No, you know what else? A lot of the migration is driven by climate change. Because those people who were subsistence farmers, you know, they're not getting the rain. They're not... Uh, hmm. The weather's changing too rapidly for them, you know. And the violence, yeah. you know. You know who started all that violence? We did. You did, Fernie did. G. I yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> it was me. No, no, it was, uh, we did. We, you know, back, we... Uh, back in the 70s? Well, if you want to go further back, I mean, Guatemala in, in the uh, 50s, you know, Banana Republic. That's where we get the term Banana Republic, because... Uh, you, uh, United Fruit didn't like the conditions there. So, I mean, the United States has not always been a good actor down there in uh, Central America, in the Americas. And uh, we have facilitated the conditions that make it a hellhole down there. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we exported all those uh, maras. Mara Salvatrucha, you know where they're from, right? Yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. right? But then they moved, they got deported, they went back to El Salvador, and now... Uh, Recruited. Yeah. Now they got tattoos all over their faces, yeah. you know? And let me tell you, uh, you cannot get a job at 7-Eleven if you have <laughs> tattoos all over your face. Or be a bank teller. Or be a bank teller. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. No. It ain't going to happen. Right. So, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Ministry that lives in El Paso? What's his name? Al. Al. Oh, we need to get Justin on the show to tell us an Al Jorgensen story. Yeah. See, I see, I, you hold the wires close enough together, and all of a sudden the spark jumps. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Al Jorgensen, he got a tattoo on his face, and he calls it a job stopper. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know, you got a tattoo on your face, you're not getting a job, you know. Yeah. That's okay, though. We don't need jobs. We need to work for ourselves. That's right. Right. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Okay, I think, I think it's time to take another little break here right now. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, and thank you for being you. I want to say thank you for being yourself. Okay, uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. Hey, we're back here at Big D's Party Palace. My name is Rich Wright. I'm here with Fernie G. Howdy. And, I'm sorry. What was your name again? Claire. Claire. Claire has joined us here for Clothing Optional Wednesdays at Big D Party Palace. <laughs> Man, it's about time a chick showed up. So, uh, I got to tell you, Claire, there's not a, lot of, uh, not a lot of people that look better naked than they do with their clothes on. You know, I mean, 
from my experience, very few. And in fact, none of the 100% guys that were here before. Uh, I think it's safe to say. All us guys look better with our clothes on. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> like trench coats, you know? I mean, yeah, so. But hey, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> You've been here before? You've been to Big D Party Palace? This is your first time? I have not. This is my first time. And what do you think of it? Mm, might need a new roof. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what are you selling roofs or something? Are you the roof, roofer salesperson? You know, anywhere else, anywhere else in the world, you go to a bar or something like that and you say, uh, so, hey, yeah, nice, nice, nice to meet you. What, what do you do for a living? And the guy says, oh, I'm a roofer. <laughs> Anywhere else in the world but El Paso, the next question is, uh, so where were you in prison? <laughs> in El Paso, though, like roofers are like a legitimate job. Going to prison is not a prerequisite for the job. Yep. But, yeah. Really, I was over at the, uh, what's the name of that barn? Where's the? The one that's like the King's X. The, uh, uh, With Kentucky? No, no, no. Like the King's X. Yeah, I forget. It's over there on the left side of the street over there in Juarez. It'll come to me. You know, ask me first thing in the morning, tomorrow morning, and it, man, it'll be right there. I'll have it, right? Anyhow, uh, I was in there and uh, drinking and this guy was next to me and I said what do you do for a living he said I'm a roofer I said where'd you go to prison <laughs> just as like a joke you know because it was in Juarez you know might as well be El Paso I said so and he said oh I was in Lompoc you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought oh well maybe Maybe that wasn't that much of a joke. Maybe, you know, there's humor in the truth, or truth in the humor, or... Both. A foot in the grave. Or a foot in the grave. It's funny now. Yeah. So, Claire, what do you do for a living? This and that. And where did you go to prison? So far, I've managed to avoid that. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Keep on the straight and narrow or the fat and wide. Yes. Which do you prefer, Fernie? Neither. Neither? Okay, well, which one is it? What do you prefer, then? It's on you now. Straight and narrow or fat and wide? The big and buxom. Big and buxom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> No, the straight and narrow is no good. No? No. Well, it's kind of boring, I guess, you know. You could get a job in government, though. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, runoff elections are coming up. Yeah. Runoff elections for uh, city council. And oh, they're kind of weird, you know. You Over there in District 1, you got a... Uh, Brian Kennedy running against Anna Louise Silverstein. Annalise. Something. Annalise. 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 
got him on that Silverstein, something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, well, Brian Kennedy with like six candidates in that race, he got 41%. Wow. 41%, and she got like 26, something like that. Don't don't quote me. You're not recording this, are you? And no. Uh, uh, so, uh, and they had higher turnout on the in District One than they have in the other two races that are up. Wow. So I think I think uh, Old Brian Kennedy's got that one sewed up there. And uh, ojalá, ojalá. What's in the other one? District Six. It's uh, Claudia Rodriguez versus Art, Art Fierro. And uh, the Democrat Party of Texas has decided to make it a partisan race. They're encouraging all the Democrats to vote for Art Fierro and not Claudia Rodriguez because uh, she's a Republican. I don't know. Hmm. She has, you know, there's a lot of Republicans in El Paso. And there, I mean, all the big political donors, Woody Hunt, Paul Foster, they're all Republicans. You know, Dee Margo, they're all Republicans. Dee Margo's only like a little political uh, donor. He doesn't, I mean, thousand bucks. He, that's a lot of money for me, you know. Yep. But yeah, but a lot I mean, of money, period. The big guys are, uh, I think they each gave 10,000 bucks to Gladio Rodriguez in this election cycle. I think, I think that's what was reported to me by Dr. Max Grossman. He sends out those regular emails. And then there's District 8, for which I was recently a candidate. I did not make the runoff. Uh, the two uh, candidates who made the runoff are uh, Bettina Olivares and Chris Canales. And I have endorsed Chris Canales. And uh, since he has entered into the runoff, I feel a lot of his positions have matured uh, into my ideas. You know, something I would not... Ideas that I can get behind. His ideas, I'm sure, you know, because he cites factors that never entered into my consideration. So, but yeah, I think uh, Chris Canales is the better of the two candidates that are left. So, I'm happy to have endorsed him. I'm, you know, I'm a lot smarter than I look. So, of course. I'd kind of have to be, wouldn't I? Huh? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so, uh, Claire, how you doing? Come here often? De vez en cuando. Nice to see all of you here. Big and buxom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing after the show? 
going on to another one of my gigs tonight. You got another gig? Got another gig coming up. You know, I'm married anyway, so. Oh, that's true. I got, yeah, I can chat you up, but, you know, you know what they say. Uh, even if you're on a diet, you can look at the menu, so. Do they say that? <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Fernie? How's your love life? Let's talk about your love life for oh, a change. Okay. It's good. Okay, well, that about wraps it up <laughs> for this week here. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember our sponsors, uh, Black Coffee and Twinkies. And I was going to announce our new sponsor, but the check hasn't cleared the bank yet. So I'm going to wait till next week when we'll see you all here again at Big D's Party Palace. We are El Chuqueño almost alive. Thanks for coming. <laughs>